Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, then the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, then I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to a scintillating, exciting, and motivating episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. <laughs> you just really—I pump them up. You're the opposite of a hype man. Yeah. Uh, you are like the the unhype man. You are you are the agonist antagonist to my agonist yeah. to my protagonist. Yeah. You are the the whatever the negative of the yin and yang is. You are that to my whatever the positive of the yin and yang is. <laughs> oh, wow, you did some reading. Yeah. Yeah. You are Noel Downer. Yep. Noel Downing. Yeah. Um, so this is the show Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Downing, sit together once a week. Yeah. Smushing our big, enormous, uh, freakishly large brains together. That's right. Uh, More folds than the average brain. That's right. More folds. And they're bigger, too. We're like those aliens. Yeah. Those evil aliens with the big brains that have to have a separate case for them. A glass dome. That's right, where you can see all those folds. And we open up our domes, and our brains meld together like uh, putty. Yeah. Uh, And we come up. With incredible ideas for how to make money on a given topic every week. So good ideas. Those ideas are uh, so good. They're really amazing ideas. We spend, I mean, Noel spends probably now these days, he's working so hard, I would say probably about 45 minutes a week uh, researching and coming up with ideas. I standardly uh, put it off till about an hour before the show uh-huh. and uh, for my incredible ideas. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> combined, we give you, you know, three or four amazing ideas to get incredibly rich on the topic. And all we ask in return, Noel, is... Is 10%. That's right. It's not a lot, guys. You make your millions, your billions, your trillions, Mm -hmm. and you give us 10%, you tithe us. Yeah. That's it. Tithing. Yeah. You know, if you were down in Houston right now... Yep. And we're at Joel Osteen's church, and you were a survivor of Harvey... Lost everything. Everything. Your house epically destroyed. Yeah. You're happy you got out with your family. Yeah. You got half an apple left. Yep. You have no food. You're staying in a shelter. He would ask you for 10%. 10% fact, he, of he, that half he apple. And he, what is he giving you? He Nothing. had to be forced to give you shelter. Yeah. All we're, we're giving you the key to financial freedom. Uh-huh. To personal freedom, to wealth beyond imagination, yes. to the point where you could live in Houston and put your house on the biggest stilts possible yeah. and ride out any flooding. Anything. Um, anything, period. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all we ask is 10%. That's right. You know, uh, before this, Josh and I were watching a little bit of Beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. If he were to come on this show, no way. It'd be Beat. We would always win. Right. It would be Beat Bobby No Way. That makes no sense. That's what his name, you'd have to change his name to No Way. No Way. Yeah. What? 
So are you saying no way we would beat him? No, no way would he come close to us. uh, To us. Yeah. We should have him on here. We should. And have him beat Josh and Noel. Bobby, I'm not talking to you, De Niro. (laughs) I'm talking to you, Bobby Flay. Uh Uh-huh. Come on here and get flayed. Yeah. Flayed. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Yeah, I can keep them coming. <laughs> can we? Uh, I'm hoping we can edit this out later on because that was that was a rough little bit. But uh, anyway, Noel. Yeah. This is the part where I would normally say, "Hey, Noel," because yeah. I haven't seen you in a week. No. Haven't spoken. Haven't even reached out. No. We had plans that we were going to record two shows this week. Yeah. We even came up with one concept to do right away. Yeah. And one topic to do right away, and then we were going to come up with a second, and then I didn't hear from you till what? yesterday. I was busy. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't. It wasn't a uh-huh. put down. I was not. It was not. I was just because I knew that you were probably crazy busy with your you new sh- job. You and should have reached out. We You're a boss. You're a boss now, man. It's hard being a boss. I used to be a boss. I know <laughs> what that's like. Um, you're caught between two masters. Uh huh. Right. The masters, the people that used to work with you. Yeah. That think you're their friend, try to take advantage of that, but now you're in management, so you have the masters right above you. Who aren't your friends, and they have expectations of what you're going to do. Oh, no, you know what? I'll have this stuff licked soon, and I will be 99% get rich quick with Josh and Noel. 1% my job, I'll be able to, I'll, and I'll be acing it. I hope your bosses aren't listening Where to this. We already talked about the size of this. this brain. That's true. That's true. Yeah. A lot of compartments in those folds. <laughs> anyway, this is the part where I would normally say, hey, Noel, how's your week been? Yeah. But. Oh, you don't want. You don't have a story no. to tell. No. So I don't give a shit how your week was. Wow. I but how it. was your week? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> it's busy. Yeah. Do you want to ask me how my week was? Josh, how was your week? You know, my week was good. I was sitting around uh, doing nothing. I hurt my back this week, actually. Oh, my back feels like it could go out any second. Yeah, and uh, 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 so I've had to really scale back on the work I've been doing. Uh-huh. Um, and I was thinking about how, you know, look, it's rough for me when I'm injured uh-huh. because uh, <clears throat> as a uh, guy who only gets paid if I work, uh-huh. if I don't work, I don't get paid, yeah. right? And so I was thinking about how all these injuries that I've had in the past in jobs that have always been like that because I've worked my whole life. When I was a chef, I was like that. When I was a bartender, it was like that. I was thinking about this one injury I got when I was uh, bartending. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had one of those uh, rotary uh, glass washers. You okay. ever seen those? You yeah. used to work yeah, in yeah, restaurants. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, it's basically, it fits in a sink. Yeah. It's got five brushes, like, uh, like little, it's like a little mini, uh, almost like car wash brushes. Yeah. Right? And there's one, two, three, four around, and then one in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's on a motor, and it goes really fast. And basically what you would do is you would take your glass and put it in the middle one, it would get completely scrubbed on all sides on all sides inside and out and then you take it out and rinse it off and do that so a lot of the bars i worked in had those yeah. because we didn't ha- we didn't send them back to the kitchen to uh to get washed and uh you have to be careful with stemware yeah and i didn't know this and i was working in my father's restaurant which was a pretty pretty upper upper class uh, a well-known seafood restaurant in New York City in its Hoity time. Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had some really nice stemware there, wine glasses, and I was washing, 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 and I wasn't paying attention because I was kind of busy at the bar. I was, there was one bartender doing the bar and service bar, uh-huh. and 
I'm washing, washing. I guess I shifted the glass a little bit. And while this thing is spinning around at however many RPMs, the stem snaps and just shreds my finger. Mm -hmm. And I stop and I hold my hand up and there's blood just pouring down my hand. Uh And there's like a full bar of people waiting for tables and people. And I scream, oh, fuck. (laughs) I just... (laughs) Tore my finger up, uh-huh. and everyone heard me yeah. in the whole restaurant and stopped and looked over, and I had my hand up, and blood is literally like my forearm. I'm wearing a white button-down shirt, uh-huh. and the forearm of the shirt is covered in blood. My hand is covered in blood, and you know they hustle me out and take me to the hospital. My father was very upset with me. Because I fucking freaked everyone out in the kitchen. I mean, in the restaurant with yeah. blood pouring down my hand. And I ended up getting into, I, it was this like weird jagged cut that uh, required like 12 stitches that were like had to be meticulously done. I have to give the the doctor at the ER a lot of credit because she could have just been like, I don't know, I'm just going to do like five big <laughs> slappy things to hold it in together. But she made it like this very like not noticeable scar at all, but it was gnarly, man, yeah. gnarly. And I've always thought that those machines are incredibly unsafe. Yeah. And yet I think a lot of bars still use them. Yeah, I feel like though most of the places I've been at are <clears throat> not five where so it's surrounding it, but two. So you put the glass over one and kind of turn the glass so that the other one will get all sides. I've seen them where they are not motorized. Yeah. Right? And uh, uh, you can just do it by hand where you sort of pump it up and down and Uh rotate it while you're doing it. But, you know, I'm trying to think if I've seen one where it's like two or three. I don't know if I've ever seen that uh-huh. but anyway but those they're incredibly unsafe and they're in a lot of bars yeah. right if you have a bar particularly like that or just straight up bars that don't have kitchens that don't have uh dishwashers like uh-huh. actual washing machines that's what they use it's a dual sink situation mm-hmm. um they need to work on that and it's an interesting thing yeah that i tell this story no it is because our topic today our topic today is safety how yeah. to get Fantastically wealthy. Yeah. From safety. Keeping people safe. Mm-hmm. Keeping things safe. Mm-hmm. Put it in a safe after you've made it all. Keeping people safe. Keeping people safe. Keeping the world, the universe yeah. safe. Yeah. That's pretty much what all our topics are. <laughs> but even more so this week because it's called safety. Uh-huh. There were so Put many things. There were so many ideas for safety. We could probably do a sequel. We could. We could probably do a second episode on yeah. safety. That's how many ideas yeah. I had. We on could safety. just do like we could nautical do, safety. We could probably do an entire season yeah. on safety. We could we could we, we could just change this to get safe. Get safe with, with Josh, Josh and Noel. That would be uh, uh an even less interesting show to people. <laughs> um, anyway, safety, Noel. Yep. How are you going to get rich with it? Oh, man, so many ways. Let me tell you. Tell me. Okay. Safety. What are you going to think of? When you think of safety, you think of safety warnings. Hmm. So here's a warning label on several makes of chainsaws. Danger. Do not hold the wrong end of chainsaw. 
uh, label on gas caps for personal rec- recreational vehicles, such as jet skis and ATVs. Never use a lit match or open flame to check fuel level. Uh, Videl Sasson hair dryers have a uh, safety warning on them. Do not use while sleeping. <laughs> uh, reflective cardboard sunshades for your car dashboards have a warning on them. Mm-hmm. Do not drive with sunshield in place. Oh, good point. Craftsman power drills have a safety warning saying power drill not intended for dental use. Stop it. Yep. Uh, W.H. Collins Vanishing Fabric Markers uh-huh. have a, a warning. The Vanishing Fabric Marker should not be used as a writing instrument for signing checks or any legal documents. <laughs> <laughs> and on uh, the Apple website, uh-huh. the uh-huh. Apple iPod <laughs> Shuffle... Uh-huh. Which I don't think it actually exists anymore, does it? Uh, if you see it on the website, it must. Yeah. Uh, but it has a safety warning. Did you actually see it on the website? No, I, I saw it in an article about safety okay. warnings. All right. uh, and it said, uh, on their website for the Apple iPod Shuffle, there's a warning, do not eat. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so the first question I was going to ask you was, did you actually find all these things individually, or did you find this on like an article? I, I, articles crazy? about okay. about uh, yeah. My right. assumption is my assumption always when I see these things mm-hmm. is these warnings are all put on after the fact, like a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so go ahead. Okay. Uh, so uh, I thought about the classic example that everyone uses for uh-huh. uh, safety warning. Over, you know, overload, just ladders. The average new ladder today uh-huh. contains roughly 600 words of warning on it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I tried to look up how many different stickers that is. Uh huh. I wasn't able to find out. You know why? Why? Because <laughs> almost all the returns I got were pages. Of safety guidelines for ladders, <laughs> or sites selling stickers to put on ladders. Uh, and why, as you were about to get to before I evil-eyed you? <laughs> because lawsuits. That's uh-huh. why. Uh, so according to the jury verdict research, uh, which tracks results of personal injury claims, in 2011, the median jury award in product liability cases was almost $2 million. Wow. Today, most likely that median damage award is much higher. Uh, so everything you see labeled for, no matter how stupid, it was done by some moron who then sued. Right? Right, right. Uh, and uh, one link that got returned from that search I did inspired me. Okay. It was on a website called productliabilityprevention.com. And... <laughs> The article was entitled, Legally Adequate Warning Labels. (laughs) So they're basically advertising that your labels don't even have to be good. They just have to be there. You're right. They have to be adequate. That's right. Adequate. Just fine. Fine. Yep. Uh, So 
you know, I got a bug on my butt at that point. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, make safety warning labels for products, right? Uh-huh. How can you lose? <clears throat> uh, well, because the companies are already getting their labels from somewhere. Right. So how do you get companies to buy your labels? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Please do. You hire a better call Saul type ambulance chaser lawyer, you know, cheap and sleazy. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually you may not have to hire them. You may be that person yourself out there, dear isn't, listener. Isn't that your description on your Tinder profile? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh so you either you yourself or or you hire someone mm-hmm. to take on some crazy lawsuits. Great. But how do you get ahead of the curve, right? You can't always be reacting because all these other companies are reacting too. And yeah. They're, and they're already established. Yeah. Uh, so this is what you do. You go out there and you make a life hack website promoting use of products in horrific ways. And you allow comments on this website. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to give an example of one that we covered of that already exists. Of how if it didn't exist, you could make it exist. Okay. Okay. So for the... Vidal Sassoon, only use hair dryer while awake warning. Uh, you would make a life hack that's something like, you know, life hack, how to stay warm while sleeping without a space heater. And <laughs> bonus, it creates white noise, you know, so you sleep well. So someone hooks this up, mm-hmm. thinks it's a great idea, hooks it up. Probably, I, I'm assuming what would happen if you did that, what they're warning against is burning themselves horrifically. Um, or setting things on fire. Or setting things, whatever it is. Right. It's going to be bad, right? Uh, that person then goes to your website, leaves a comment telling you that you're a jerk. They got messed up because of this. So then you reach out to them and offer to represent <clears throat> them for free. <laughs> uh, so you give them the hack to injure themselves. Yeah. Right, intentionally to injure themselves. Use this product in an unintended way (laughs) to make your life better. Uh Uh-huh. You know? I feel like, okay, go ahead. Uh, Before the case even starts, you've already designed and produced the labels that will be needed to avoid this lawsuit in the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, The case gets thrown out of court or settled out of court. And you've already sold this sticker to Vidal Sassoon. Yep. Uh, so get out there thinking some crazy interesting ways that you could make a lot of money. You know, yeah. so may, you maybe uh, make a life hack of, hey, how to use uh, cinder blocks as, as uh, lampshades. Mm-hmm. You know, hang cinder blocks from the ceiling. Using twine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so this is my thought. Right? Okay. Uh, if you've you've gone on these life hack websites, uh-huh. right? Yeah. A lot of them are just clearly verging on catastrophically dangerous <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I saw one where you can use a butane lighter, like a Bic lighter, uh-huh. that you buy with key, using the and and jerry rig it so it shoots things. Okay. Right. So basically, you're creating a controlled in quotes explosion uh-huh. using this lighter, right? Well, you know that shit's going to blow up on someone. Sure. Right? Maybe what you just do, in case you're not a better call Saul type lawyer or anything like that, you just scour all of these sites and you say, hey, I know what your next lawsuits are going to be. Yeah. 
I feel like they would be more responsive to lawsuits, though. Oh, of course they would and be. And you could hire a cheap sleazeball lawyer and just say, listen, buddy, you're going to get half of all our out-of-court settlements. Right. Uh, so you'll make a good living. I mean, you'll make just a good living off of that alone. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Just, you know, look, hey, having yeah. been through a lawsuit, my lawyer got a third, and I can guarantee you the amount of work that she did. Yeah. Did not deserve that kind of money that she made. Yeah, life hack. Yeah, how to make a uh, a razor out of just a razor blade and duct tape. How to make a razor out of razor blade and duct tape. Well, like a, a lady's uh, shaving razor. Yep. Um, let's think of a good life hack. Yeah. That um, life hack. Yeah. How to use a can of gasoline. Uh huh. To light your home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's yeah. a good life hack. Life hack. Uh-huh. How to use aftershaves as seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep. I like it. Ah, life hack. Yeah. How to replace your warfarin. Your what? Warfarin, What's which that? is a blood thinning agent for oh. people who are prone to clots. Okay. With rat poison. Yeah. Which is a blood thinning agent. Yeah. That causes rats to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those are all good ones. Life hack. Uh huh. Add a add a little bit of kerosene to your drink, so you drink half as much, but it still tastes strong. Uh huh. Uh. Life hack. Yeah. Uh. Do a flaming shot. Using gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to alcohol. Yeah. Right? Because you use alcohol. Yeah. You get all drunked up. Right. You get drunk, but you blow it out. It goes out really easily. Oh, uh, that's true. With the with the gasoline, yeah. you'll go to do the shot and the gasoline will stick to your face <laughs> and set you on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then they'll comment on your website, you jerk, I uh-huh. just burnt my face right. off. Thanks for nothing. Your life hacks are deadly. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh. Yeah. And you go, hey, Saul. Uh-huh. Got a number for you. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that's a solid one, man. Um, I kind of went in a slightly different direction. Okay. Um, I was uh, thinking about cars. Okay. Car accidents. A lot of them. A lot of them all the time. Dangerous. Uh, more so in the past two years uh-huh. than at any time in the past 20 years. What is that? People just giving up? Well, they're not sure. Uh-huh. I mean, the, 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 the classic reason, though, is, is, uh, is, well, the accidents in general, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, there have been more deaths in the past two years, and it's gone up... Uh, in two years, it's gone up by like 18% oh, really? over the previous 10 years. Ooh, I have um, a theory that's horrible, but o- go ahead. Over 40,000 people uh-huh. in 20, 2016. It was like 39,000 people in 2015. That's just in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, around the world, uh, they estimate uh, the World Health Organization, which the last study they did was 2013 mm-hmm. on this, uh, the estimate is one and a quarter million deaths worldwide Ooh. because of uh, traffic accidents. Yeah. Now, that is just deaths, okay? The National Safety Council, um, who uh, track this yearly uh-huh. in this country, 
in the United States alone, in a six-month period in 2016, from I think it was January to July, there were 2.3 million serious injuries yep. due to traffic accidents. Wow. That's in a half-year period. Yeah. They define uh, any serious injury, uh, a serious injury as uh, uh, any injury that requires medical consultation. Okay. Uh, and that was up 30% from two years prior. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the estimated cost of these crashes, again, this is a six-month period, uh-huh. only in the United States, and this includes medical expenses. They look at the overall cost, right, how it costs the economy, everything. Medical expenses, wage and productivity losses, uh, property damage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, was $152 billion. That's just in this country alone. Yeah. Over a six-month period. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a good old hurricane's worth of money. It's a lot of money. So I was like, wow. How do we how do we make money off of this yeah. and make everybody safer? Now, so so I was looking at at reasons why, right? Okay. So the deaths primarily it's no seatbelt, yeah, too fast, yeah, and booze. Yeah. They call it the three a, a, three S's. What was it the three S's? It was seatbelt, speed, and shitheads, something like that. <laughs> scotch um, and soda? Yeah, scotch <laughs> and soda. Um but as far as just overall accidents, uh-huh. texting Big yeah, one. Yeah. Just being on your phone in general. They say apps in general, right? Because people are always looking, even if they're not texting, if they have Waze on, for instance, or Gas Buddy or something that they're actually using because they're driving, they're running low on gas or whatever it is, always looking at the phone. Yeah. Always looking at the phone when they think they have a second. A second. Yeah. Right. And then the next thing you know, they're right on top of someone or someone's right on top of them. Uh, but it goes on and on and on, right? Uh-huh. It, and it doesn't stop. It just gets worse. More people driving, it seems. Yeah. Uh, uh, gas has been very cheap in this country for a while now. Mm-hmm. So more people driving further, getting cars, the whole nine yards. And I was looking and I was like, man, they do all this stuff to make these cars safer, right? Everything you hear is about making these cars safer. And yet more people are dying. More people are getting injured. So clearly... The cars are not safe enough. Uh-huh. It's the car's fault, right? In the end, if the cars could be safer, right? We've got uh, uh, hydraulics. We've got airbags. We have breakaway bodies. Then I thought, why don't we have more cushioning, uh-huh. right? And I thought to myself, I was looking around, and I was looking at, like, different car things, and I found, like, how cars are made, what people are making the bodies of cars with, right? And there's, like, the smart car, yeah. which is made basically entirely of replaceable plastic parts, right, around a frame. And I found this guy in Lithuania who made the entire—so he used a base frame of a car, and then he built it out and molded it entirely with— uh, can the caulking foam you know that you get you get those bottles of foam that you use to sort of seal off areas for draft and stuff like Mm -hmm. that he basically made a frame around the car and sprayed this caulking foam it it got hard right it it, it hardened up and then he just shaped it yeah 
and made a beautiful looking like bizarro like two-seater sports car with it using the frame system of a uh, of a, of an old uh, uh, C-class Mercedes. Okay. Right? And it's light as air because this foam weighs nothing, right? And but I don't know what the uh what the ability of it is to actually keep you safe, right? Yeah. That foam hardens and it breaks, right? So you get hit, it's going to break. It may be a problem, right? Even though it expanded. Then I was looking around. I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I came across this idea. It just hit me. Okay. Like literally like a bolt of lightning. Okay. And so this is what you're going to do. You're going to, first of all, there's going to be, you're going to have to make a deal with a certain toy company. Okay. And that toy company is called Nerf. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> you are going to make... <laughs> Nerf cars. Yeah. Okay. Inside and out, it's going to be Nerf on Nerf on Nerf. That'd be fun to sit in. Yeah. It's going to be fun to sit in. It's going <clears> to, <throat> I mean, and you know what happens. How many times have you been hit in the head with a Nerf football? Yeah. Right? It doesn't feel like anything. No. You brush it off. It means nothing. Right? How many times have, you know, you gotten hit, you know, the whole point of Nerf is that you can use it anywhere and do anything with it because it's not dangerous. Yeah. It's the safest toy around. Nerf guns, Nerf bows, Nerf arrows, Nerf whatever. Yeah. And you are going to make a car. So the body is going to be, you'll have the frame, which you have to have, right, for the structure of everything. Uh -huh. But then the rest of the body is going to be tire rubber. Okay. Right? And that's going to be the base layer underneath everything it's flexible it's strong uh -huh. it'll help withstand any sort of impact and then it's just going to be layers of you could have the most colorful amazing car shaped in any way you'd like all done with nerve yeah all done with nerve now granted the one issue that i haven't figured out in making a nerf car is when it gets wet <laughs> yeah because, you know, you've had a Nerf. It's a sponge, basically, well, right? You could put a, a, a waterproof sealant. All right. So maybe some kind of waterproof sealant. The that one thing I'm wondering, though, is how do you transport your dog? What do you mean? He goes in the back seat. And just chews your car. Chews a hole right through your car. Well, you don't let him. Your do my dog doesn't chew a hole through my car now. It's because it's not made of Nerf. Well, the seats are soft and gooshy. Yeah. You know, you lay something over it, spray some... Uh, uh, there's a stuffed green apple or spray or, or spray some hot sauce on it. Oh, yeah. Like you would do to keep them from chewing anything else. That's They'll Chihuahua. learn. Yeah. They'll learn quick enough. Yeah. I'm telling you. The other problem is going to be, obviously, uh, if animals poop on it. <laughs> yeah. Right? It'll Any birds right poop in. on it, it's, you're, you're, it's a permanent state. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a permanent state. Well, you you'd, you'd just have to change the uh, style. Yeah. So people but take that is, as a badge of pride. Yeah, this is this is kind of what I'm saying though. Like I'm a I grew up in the 70s. Mm -hmm. I I did not wear seatbelts when I was a kid. I hate wearing seatbelts uh -huh. more than anything. I used to like my mother would drive, I'd have my head hanging out the window. I didn't give a shit. And I hate wearing seatbelts now. Well, if I'm in a fucking driving in a marshmallow, yeah. and no matter what, I'm just going to bounce around and everything's going to be cool. It's okay if I don't wear my seatbelt. Yep. Some drunken asshole rams into me. Doesn't matter. Yeah, good time had by all. Yep, exactly. It's <laughs> like a bouncy castle, right? It's fun. Yeah. You end up getting in accidents on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, Nerf cars. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, of course you do, because it's genius. Uh, you know what I thought you were going to say when you are saying about how accidents have gone up so dramatically in the past yeah. two years? I thought you were going to say, like, opioid addiction. 
I, I heard something on the radio today that was about some town in Indiana. Uh-huh. They're all so high on... on uh... It's... Uh, their unemployment rate is at, like, very, very, very low. Right. And the people that are out there can't be hired because they're all... They're so rampant opioid addiction that basically everyone without a job... So these, these companies... Oh, so the unemployment rate is high. Uh, well, yeah, maybe they've dropped out of the workforce... And so they're not counted. Oh. But the oh, there's companies okay. that are going to employment agencies right. and being like, look, for this job, we don't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and this employment agency is having to tell people, like, well, I could put you over at this company, but not this other one. Uh-huh. You know? It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Thanks, Trump. Trump. It's wrecking America. Yeah. Is that Trump's fault? I blame the him. The opioid addiction is I, Trump's fault. Name something bad. Uh, colon cancer. Yeah, Trump. <laughs> uh, I could do that all day. Yeah, I bet you could. I'd love it. I'd, I'd laugh every time. Uh, <laughs> I'd laugh every time. I'd be like, "That was a good one." Uh, depression. Yeah, Trump. That that one is Trump. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, you know what isn't Trump? What? It's. You and me, our dream, our, our dream of selling out to corporate America. That's not Trump. That's not Trump. It's very Trumpian, though. Oh, we're going to beat him. We we're are going to beat him in him. his own game. Yeah. Yeah. Jerk. Jerk. That's why we have our newest segment, Josh and Noel Sellout, wherein every week we explore ways that we are actively pursuing our dream, our goal of selling out to corporate America. You know the typical ways. What you, are they, No, You can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org webpage. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knoll show page. Hit the sponsor button. Pledge an amount for the rest of the season to come out monthly. Two months. Yeah. Half that money. We'll go to Josh and I and keep us fancy. Yeah. Half that money. Go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Scrooge McDuckin. Yeah. Keep them in patchouli. If you hate us, if you're like Josh... Nurse for toys. Not for cars. Yeah. Uh, then you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org webpage. Mm-hmm. Hit the donate button. Do it. Pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount of money. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money comes to Josh and I. Nope. Not a penny. Not a dime. You get a tax break. Yeah. And you get to leave a note. Why do they get a tax break? Because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. Awesome. Yes, we are an art institution. <laughs> um, and so you get a tax break. Radio Free Brooklyn gets money. You leave a note saying, cancel these jerks. And they will. In a second. They're chomping at the bit. They're just looking for a reason. Get rid of us capitalist pigs. Yeah. <clears throat> But we know the real money, the big money, the fantastic money, is in corporate sponsorship. That's Nerf. What, Nerf. Yeah. Sponsor us, Nerf. Mm-hmm. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yeah. What channel is that? AMC? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, AMC. Come Give on. me a break. Uh, the All Money Channel. Yeah. But don't worry, Nerf, Better Call AMC. <laughs> don't worry any of you guys that could sponsor us. 
because we're doing fine. Yep. We got a sponsor. We do. We got a fantastic sponsor. Amazing. We love our sponsor. The best. He is. He's a our favorite sponsor. Our only sponsor? That's right. Mr. Monty Lamonti, please take it away. Hey, everybody, it's your best friend, Monty Lamonti, and I'm back again with an amazing tip for you, my best friend. Hey, people, this one is a common courtesy tip. If you are in a classroom environment, don't pick up the damn phone while the teacher is talking. Yes, people, I am 46, and I am back in high school to get my diploma. But the one thing about high school is high school is still high school. And there are kids now with cell phones, and they weren't there when I was back in high school. But now they pick up the cell phone while the teacher's talking. It is so disrespectful, rude, ignorant. Every negative thing you could think of, that's what it is. The other day, this kid was like, yeah, what's up, bro? Huh? No, just chilling. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out later. But hey, yo, man, check it out. I'm in class. Let me get back to you. And then the kid walked up in like a minute and then walked out of class to make his phone call. It was like crazy. Anyway, the tip, stay off your phone in a classroom setting or when someone else is speaking, if you're in like an event or something like that, have some respect. Put your phone on silent or an airplane mode. As always, a positive influence in your life, your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, if you heard this, you should support your best friend, Monty Lamonti, by sending him $2. That's right, $2. Made payable via PayPal at Montyism, that's M-O-N-T-E-I-S-M at yahoo.com. You could do that from your pay, uh, from your cell phone while you're in class. I-, I think I'd be okay with it. So long as you give me that $2, motherfuckers, because you haven't been paying up and you're learning a lot from your best friend, Monty Lamonti. Yeah. It is, a, I think, a more difficult time to be a teacher than ever, right? Now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I, I just have to ask Monty if you're listening, which uh-huh. you should be. I hope he is. Um, why are you going back to high school? Why aren't you just getting your GED? Uh, he just decided to just do it. Are you Monty? No, but he's my buddy. Okay. I, mean, I think it's kind of cool, isn't that? That was like the basis of some movie. Well, I, I think it has to do with uh, the what you get. If you finish high school with a GED, mm-hmm. you don't have a high school diploma. <clears throat> I you thought a, you do. No, you have a GED. Oh, okay. And he wanted a high school diploma. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Which is good. Good for you, Monty. I, I no 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 I have no I'm not uh, I'm just I was just curious why going back to high school versus uh yeah versus GED yeah I think that's it uh, it it's <clears throat> he wanted the actual diploma mm-hmm. okay. uh so you know what I love about our show what no my favorite thing about it besides me besides you oh my second favorite thing okay, about our show thank you. Is that every week we have a topic? We give you so many ways to get so many we rich. We do. It's amazing. Yeah, but we must. We do something else, don't we? We do. That's what? not enough. That's not enough. It's not right. No, because we got so many folds in our brain. We have a little leftover. We do. So we take that little leftover, uh huh, and make another little tip. That's right. Sometimes it's. <laughs> An additional way to make money. Uh huh. Sometimes it's just a boost. Yeah. A little motivator. Okay. Something to get you up uh-huh. and ready to get out there and take these incredible ideas and action them. Okay. I wonder what this one's going to be. I don't know. <laughs> so, you guys, if you are waiting to climb a ladder, you got to finish reading it before you can <laughs> climb it. Uh, if if you are. Spending three hours trying to scrub a piece of bird poop off your car. 
listen to this. Get motivated to get super rich? (laughs) Then come back later, listen to the rest of the show, and get rich with that idea. Yeah. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Walk with me through the pathway of more success, more wins, more blessings, more every blood clot thing. It's so sad. They don't want me to have a, a bridge leaving my bedroom. But look down upon them bumba clot from my bridge. The bridge of more success, <laughs> more wins. As we walk through the bridge of more success, I call this area down here wet and wild. They don't want me to have my own water park. So I got one. As we continue to walk through the bridge of more success, what really disturbs me, they don't want us to have none of this. So I got another yard area. This is where I do my yoga. They don't want me to do yoga. So I'm doing yoga with views. With all views. They don't want me to have a swimming pool like Hugh Hefner. So I got a swimming pool like Hugh Hefner. A water park. They don't want us to live. <laughs> so we live like Scarface. <laughs> there you go. Bumba clot, yeah. you guys. He doesn't, he, you know, it, growing up in the Caribbean. Yeah. Bumba clot was the worst thing uh-huh. you could call someone. Okay. Like calling someone a bumba clot. Bumba clot, man. With, yeah. You don't, hey, you man. don't, you don't just, first of all, bumba you don't do that weird accent that you're doing. Uh-huh. That doesn't sound anything like that you're pretty good. Pretty bad. <laughs> um, but you call someone a bumba clot. Yeah. Be prepared to get punched. Bumba clot. Okay. Everyone out there, because this is radio, uh huh, probably thinks we have a guest. Why do they think we have a guest? Because because Boomba Clot. Oh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you're. I get it. Because yeah. your accent is so incredible, it doesn't sound like a white Irish dude who's maybe vacationed in the Caribbean <laughs> once in their life. I have never done. Yeah, that. Yeah, never done that. At all. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. Uh. But yeah. Otherwise, excellent job. No, yeah. that sounded great. Yeah. Um. But anyway, no. Anyway. So that's your motivation, guys. Yeah. They don't want you to have things. No. So you show them that you can have those things because you are rich and no one can tell you what to do. Do yoga. Get a separate garden for it. They don't want you to do yoga. So you know what? You not only just do yoga, you get a separate garden where you do yoga. Yeah, get a bridge from your bedroom. That's right. They don't want you to have... They said you couldn't have a bridge. Yeah. You make yourself that bridge, and it is the bridge of success, and it goes over your whole ground. Mm -hmm. So you're not just like walking a little bridge over a pond. (laughs) You are walking over all your ground, and you can point out all the other things that they don't want you to have, such as a water park. You can call it wet and wild. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to work for a guy in Chicago. Uh Uh-huh. And he built this awesome deck on top of his garage. Yeah. And he had an entire wet bar up there, even. Mm-hmm. And then he made a bridge from his house, second floor, to the deck on the. Wow. It was awesome. They didn't want him to have that bridge, they though. They didn't. He made it. Yeah. That dude got some money. Yeah. Bridge of success. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. 
Back to the topic at hand, safety. That's right. What do you got, Daddy-O? I'll tell you what I got. We're going to build a bridge right now. Okay. Safety bridge. Do it. Put a pen in it. Safety yeah. pen. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then do a dance. Safety dance. Oh. <laughs> uh, you guys, cell phones. Yeah. All of us. We use them all the freaking time. People are addicted to them. It's it's ridiculous. Kids are obsessed with them. Kids just can't not look or try and reach and grab the iPhone, the Android. You know, they're obsessed with them. Uh, as Monty just said, kids these days, they're yip-yapping on the phone during class with Goddamn them. Goddamn kids. Yeah. Yip-yapping. Uh, and lots of studies we know uh, link cell phones to brain cancer. They suggest you always use a headset, but we don't. We don't. Are there actual links now? Are there actual ah, studies showing a lot of stuff okay. that people say? Uh, <laughs> so we don't do that. You know why? Because we can't keep our grubby little hands off our sexy, sexy phones. I'm on it all the time. You know, God forbid we miss a call because our headset isn't handy. Oh, word. We all have FOMO. Fear of missing out. Yeah. We got to get that call. Yeah. We got to hold that radioactive phone, press uh-huh. it against our ear. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. And because of that, uh-huh. we're all going to get brain cancer. Hey, let me ask you a question. What? Uh, at the risk of ruining your concept. Okay. Here. But I feel like this is five years ago. Does anyone actually oh, really? talk on the phone anymore? I don't know. Why don't you ask John McCain? Because he f- just got brain cancer. <laughs> Everyone and he's on the phone Yeah, a but lot. he's also on a flip phone. To donors. he's old. Uh-huh. No, he's got an iPhone. Texting, FaceTiming. That's what I see on the street all the time. John McCain has taught you nothing. Speaker, speaker phone. But go on, continue. Yeah, he's a maverick. <laughs> go on, continue. And he got brain cancer because he wouldn't use a headset. Uh-huh. Well, he was too cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, old. Too old. Too cool. Old. He's a maverick. He is a maverick, and he does have brain cancer. Uh-huh. It's not from a cell phone. It, you're, you're, uh, you are just... Trump. Making guesses with people's lives. <laughs> So anyway, so this tip would have been great five years ago. It's great today. Go on. Because kids are more obsessed today. Uh-huh. Right? Especially the young'uns. Yeah. Uh, and I remembered my law, my law of nature. What is your law of nature? Nothing gets out protein like protein. <laughs> it's a law of nature. That law holds true. <laughs> right? So how do we protect? <laughs> protect? <laughs> Wow, you are doing that was that's amazing. <laughs> that is a four episode later callback. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh so that law holds true. How do we protect against danger? How? With danger. That's how. <laughs> uh so I read a BBC article this week. Uh researchers have found that infecting brain cancer patients with the Zika virus dramatically increase survival rates in mice. Oh, so the Zika virus... Oh, so it was mice were the patients. Yeah. Okay, so the Zika virus attacks those cancer cells. It, it shrinks them. Right. And it, it dramatically cancer cells. increases the, the, their right. lifespan. Specifically brain cancer, though. Yeah. Sp- okay. Specifically brain cancer, brain tumors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's expected to be tested on humans within the next two years... <clears throat> They want to uh, figure out a way to genetically modify the Zika. So you don't get the Zika. To, to take out some, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know what I say? F that. 
screw the testing. Screw the modifying. We know one thing. Kids, too much cell phone, brain cancer, <laughs> and Zika. Right? So this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and Noel Denise's famous <laughs> word salad. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do, guys. We're going to start our own <clears throat> high-tech wellness retreats for the go-getting millennial. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to ship them all down the Brazilian rainforest. Mm-hmm. We're going to have self-help success seminars, mm-hmm. yoga in the jungle. Yeah. And then... Uh, Guy giving you an HTML lesson, followed by someone telling you how to how to shake hands and look someone in the eye. Yeah, right? uh, we're gonna get them all zeked up. Are you gonna take ayahuasca while you're there? Uh, I guess they could. Yeah, the yeah, millennials probably would want to do sure. that. I guess. Uh, but whatever. But there's there's a few important things that need to happen. They need to get zeked up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. How did how does one get zeked up? Here in the jungle it's just gonna happen it's probably gonna happen if not okay. you you have some mosquito ceremony okay uh <laughs> and then uh <laughs> they don't want to have babies right now no because they have careers to start right especially after they're so motivated from the seminar uh so you give them reversible birth control to make sure that a they don't have babies and can start their careers and b they don't have zika babies reversible birth control yeah so like an uh, the IUD for the woman, or what? What's the one that they can turn it off for like four years? Why isn't it just birth control? Because it it's make <clears throat> one that'll last years. Oh, I see. Right. So there's okay. there's the one. Uh, yeah, thing I got that, you. That, I understand what you're saying. Is it, is it like a chip that they give? I women? don't know. I haven't heard of this. Yeah, that there's you can thing turn they off for four years. Four years. I think this is made up. And uh, same with guys, you can get reversible uh, vasectomies. Uh, so you do that, they can go out, start careers, not get brain cancer while they're having their power meetings on their cell phones. My question, uh-huh. I guess, is is why do you need to do the reversible thing? If they know they're getting Zika'd up, yeah. like that's part of the thing. They just know they got to get the virus and get through it. Once they're through it, they can have babies. It's, yeah. it's just a couple months out of your life. Y- y- you don't need like a four-month. They know they got the Zika. Lawsuits, dude. <laughs> and we want them to start the careers. Okay, so here, here. You will put a warning label uh-huh. on you will on hire yourself to put a warning saying, later. Put a label? No, put on a warning a label on the yes, on a mosquito, on the uh, the the package that you send them when they're they're researching. No, we take care. I think because the idea, it serves a dual purpose. Do you know how much they it, don't want to have kids anywhere? They're millennials. That's fine. So they don't have to have kids. I'm just saying, why do you have to be on the hook for their fucking birth control? Because, dude, it's part of the package. Yeah, whatever. Safety. Okay. Make money. Big yeah. money. I think it's a good way to double dip and make a lot of money for your warning labels. Nothing gets out protein like protein. Yeah, danger I still don't understand. Danger. I, oh, I we see double danger, danger, danger. We right? double down on the danger, yeah. uh-huh. and one uh, negates the other. Disease kills disease. Yeah, yep. exactly. 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 Yeah. See, it's a law of nature. Exactly. I am. I am a force of nature. You are. You are like a pre-Socratic thinker. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that out there. Okay. <laughs> Oof, disease. Let's talk about disease. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about the kind of diseases that kill people. Okay. 
Let's talk about tainted meats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happens a lot yeah. in this country. Sure. What was that big one? Wasn't it Bob's Big Boy or something like that several years back? No idea. It was huge. Uh-huh. They had to recall like every fucking hamburger. People were getting E. coli oh, yeah. from it and they were getting sick. People were dying. Four or five people died. Lots of people went to the hospital. Why was are you it giving Jack in the Box? Jack in the yeah. Box. That's what it was. Not Bob's Big Boy. Sorry, Bob. I knew it was a big fat statue in the front. Yeah. But yes, it was Jack in the Box. Um, uh, and this happens periodically. And it happens for a reason, Noel. Mm-hmm. It happens because th- as safe as they try to make our uh, slaughterhouse rules and regulations, uh-huh. there are gaps. And there are gaps that it's very difficult to close because here's the deal, okay? The reason this shit gets tainted yeah. is because of two things. Starts right at the beginning of the slaughtering. After they stun them and then slit their throats, the next move is they go to the place where they're cut from their anus to their chin. Uh huh. All their guts fall out. They got to eviscerate them, and then they got to peel the skin off. Mm-hmm. Right now, these cows that are being raised in these ridiculous fucking factory farming situation. Spend all the time laying in their own shit. Yeah. Right? So they got the gut mess, right? And they got the shit all over their fur, all over their skins, Mm -hmm. that it doesn't take much. You just need to get some tainted stuff in a little bit of meat. And because they mix all this meat together, you've now poisoned millions of people. Yeah. Okay? Now, the way the slaughterhouses work is that they process 300 to 400 cattle an hour, mm-hmm. um, and the evisceration process is the part, it's it's actually very highly skilled labor overall, right? Breaking down any kind of butchering is deeply highly skilled. It takes people with a lot of talent. It can't be automated mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Uh, the problem is the evisceration part of it and the peeling of the skin is the most disgusting as it goes along the process, it's like the most brutal, mm-hmm. killing the cows yeah. to slitting their wrists while they're up, slitting their wrists, slitting their throats while they're up there yeah. to peeling them. And then as the cow breaks down, it becomes less and less. It's just so like, oh, it's meat, yeah. right? The evisceration part is the most difficult part to keep any kind of skilled labor because okay. it's the messiest. Yeah. It's just cow shit and Ugh. more cow shit yeah. all day long yeah three to four hundred cows an hour over an eight hour day eight sixteen twenty four thirty two thousand thirty two hundred cows a day guts and blood and shit yeah and that's all you deal with all day long okay it's a low-paying job Mm -hmm. and people say fuck this no moss. Yeah. So the least skilled people are at the part where is the potentially most dangerous section. Uh-huh. So I figured out a way. Now, they have all sorts of new processes that they do. There's a, a, a steaming that goes on that essentially tries to get the outside of the cow steamed off once the skin's off to kill any bacteria that may be lingering on there. But it still gets on there. So we're going to take out a major part. 
on this right now. Uh-huh. Didn't Gwyneth Paltrow's goop site recommend steaming your taint? Steaming your vagina. <laughs> but that was to smooth it out, I believe, like steaming your clothes. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, yeah. that was, I think, the point of steaming your vagine. Yeah. Don't do it, ladies. Or do it, whatever. Yeah, do it. Uh, your vagina. Tell you. Exactly. Don't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. Wrinkly and all. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's the simplest thing on the face of the universe. Uh-huh. It adds a step, but that's okay. We've discussed this process with human beings. Uh-huh. But we're going to do it with cows. Okay. High colonics. <laughs> Cowlonics. Ca- high colonics. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Um, high colonics to all the cows uh-huh. before they go in. Empty out their guts. Get that shit out of there. It's going to be pristine and clean. You're going to have guys not complaining anymore. The shit's literally going to be gone. Uh-huh. Um, and that takes out a huge possibility of contamination. Yeah. The other one... Really simple. I'm not even going to ask for money on this. Mm-hmm. Don't let cows live in their own shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. And that will solve the cow shit on their coats. Yeah. And those two things, and I mean, just think about it. So you're not going to charge as much as you would charge to do a human uh-huh. with a high colonic. But if you are processing, if you are coloniking, Three to four hundred cows an hour. Yeah. What do we say? Thirty-two hundred cows a day. Yeah, and you're charging ten bucks a cow. Uh huh. Dude, dude, that's thirty-two thousand dollars. Yeah, a day, a day. Yeah, for shooting water up their poopers. Yeah, I mean, come on. And these cows, you know. People jam their arms up their assholes all the time. These cows do not notice it at all. Yeah. So, you know, this long, like, thing, they're just going to be like, oh, my insides are getting tickly. Oh, what a great shit. And you're going to be done with it. I'm telling you, this is a huge moneymaker. We'll call them livestock colonics. Yeah. There you go. That's good. I like it. Uh, Or you can get a cow lost to me bag. (laughs) There you go. That's right. If you want to reach Josh and tell him how much you love his idea, you can get him on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. You can do the same anywhere where you can get a podcast. Uh, so, you know, about this time, normally we would go in and we would give you some rules of getting rich quick to judge our schemes by uh, so you know that it's safe to do. Uh-huh. But because there was so much to do on safety. We don't have time for we, it. We don't have time for I it. I mean, we have time, I guess, for like one. We have time for one. All right, so we'll just go to the rules. Won't do the, uh, won't do the, the spend that money. Okay. All right, so today's rules four solid gold business rules to make you rich real quick real friggin quick yeah by Vladi Vasilev uh rule number one don't look back yeah don't look back look uh, forward look where you're driving be safe right. exactly so uh we're one for one that means we're gonna get rich Noel right that's right so uh once again for Josh and Noel don't spend all that knowledge in one place <laughs>